Hello, I'm Scott DuPont with another episode of Finance Your Movie, sharing tips and strategies to help you fund your independent feature, documentary, short film, or web series. Our mission is to empower you to get your money to tell your story. Other strategies on social media to attract investors. This is one of the most important podcasts to date. These simple, easy strategies I'm going to share will build relationships and rapport. And the importance of this is that people normally invest with people they know, like, and trust. Two quick disclaimers. I've never gotten a brand new follower or friend on social media to invest. Maybe over time, but nothing happens quickly. Number two, this strategy should never be used to manipulate people. When you use the following steps I'm going to share, always be sincere and never write or post anything that's not 100% truthful and that you don't sincerely mean. Now, if you're from a small town or if you've ever visited one, oftentimes the number one realtor, the most successful realtor in that town is a family-owned business who really cares about their community and their friends. You and your family probably know one of them if you're from a small town. They're the members of the Chamber of Commerce, and they network in person and online these days like crazy. Uh, another, another example of really, really successful people that use this strategy, the number one car salesman in the world now, this was a guy named Joe Girard from the 1960s, 70s, and 80s. And I don't think every, anyone has ever broken his record to date, how many cars he sold. But Joe did the same thing. He was a member of his local chamber of commerce. He networked like crazy. But he also did a bunch of other things as well. See, he wasn't just selling cars. He, he connected he really cared about every single person who ever walked into a showroom, whether they bought a car or not. He would send thank you postcards to those people who just came in, even if they didn't buy a car, even if they didn't do a test drive. As for his actual customers, he would send them handwritten thank you letters, birthday cards. He would make follow-up phone calls every once in a while to see how they're doing. He, he would oftentimes remember their kids' birthdays. He sold, this guy Joe, sold 10 times as many cars as any other salesman in this dealership. And by the way, for anyone looking to uh, raise movie money, this is a great book because some of the strategies and the mindset um, – Obviously, selling cars and, and doing film financing is different, but you, there's some great strategies you'll get out of the book. I got so many that I use to this day. Now, getting back to Joe, all of this took a little bit of extra effort or quite a bit of extra effort on Joe's part. In the beginning, Joe would spend an extra hour or two every day writing out these cards, making phone calls, but he genuinely did this because he loved people. Now, eventually, as he started selling, you know, 
hundreds and thousands and thousands of cars and making tons and tons of money, he was able to uh, bring on some support staff and he built a system in place where, um, you know, he wasn't doing this two hours a day. He was maybe doing this 30 minutes a day. Now, the advantage you have, and you can have this, you can do the same type of things that these realtors, these old school realtors would do and that Joe was doing years ago on social media in a quarter of the time, just 15 to 30 minutes a day. So this isn't something like, hey, I want to get real strong. I want to hire someone else to do the push-ups for me. That's not the way it works. You're actually going to have to make a commitment and you need to do this diligently. You can't just do this once or twice a week. Every single day, the way I do it, so I wake up a little bit earlier, 15 to 30 minutes every single morning, I do this, okay? Now, as we get into this, let me just say one, one great quote from one of my coaches, J.T. Fox, who says this about social media. Likes and comments don't matter. The only thing that does are sales. And there's something to be true to that. So here's your long-term goal. You're not just jumping on social media here to try to sell your, your uh, film script and try to raise money, what your long-term goal should be is to deepen all of your relationships and strengthen your bonds with all your family and friends. And on social media, you have extended friends, extended family, etc. Now, this, like I said, this is fairly easy, but it does take a time commitment. Just Every day, 15 to 30 minutes. And what you want to do is you want to cheer. That's uh, like, a, like a cheerleader. You want to cheer on five or ten friends every single day. And just I go through my timeline for maybe five minutes. If I notice someone had a big win or somebody had a baby, maybe someone's having an anniversary. Um, and I'm talking about Facebook right here. I'm going to get into LinkedIn in just a minute. Now, in terms of birthdays, you want to make sure every day you just go to the event tab on the left side, click on birthdays, they'll pop right up. So this morning, seven of my friends had birthdays. Uh, you want to make sure what I, did, what I do every day is I have a, a separate desktop folder on my desktop. I have a Word document, has all kinds of uh, verbiage. I have stuff for birthdays. I have stuff for anniversaries, weddings. Um, so I can just cut and paste, like on, on the birthdays today, the seven birthdays, I just cut and paste. And it's basically, uh, I can tweak each one individually a little bit, but it was like, um, happy, uh, happy birthday, Joe. Hope it is an absolute fabulous day for you and your family. So you always want to make sure you insert their name so it's personalized. And then if there's something unique about your relationship between you and Joe or you and whoever... You want to kind of plug a few words in there so it doesn't look canned. And I do this. Um, the other thing I do is I also, in this um, desktop folder, during the course of the year, when I'm on social media or people email me different things from time to time, and I get some really cool photos from years and years ago, kind of throwback Thursday photos, if you will, I'll just keep them in this folder. So... Uh, a couple weeks ago, I came across my friend, Ed. He happened to have a birthday, so I just said, happy birthday, Ed. I hope it's a fabulous one. But in addition to posting on his wall, I sent Ed a DM 
and it said, hey, Ed, uh, by the way, I, I wanted to include a, a little birthday gift for you. Well, the photo that someone had sent me six months prior was a photo of Ed. I wasn't even in the photo, but it was, there's two of our mutual friends in the photo with him. And I attached that photo. Ed could not believe it. He goes, he uh, DM'd me back. He said, God, you must have spent a lot of time this morning researching and trying to find that photo. The truth is I didn't. Somebody emailed that photo and I simply saved it in my desktop in this little uh, file folder I have. Another great example is a couple weeks ago, a friend of mine, Sam, had a birthday. I posted on his wall, um, but I also sent him a DM and I attached a photo from when we were at summer camp together and on the steps of this uh, big cabin, there were about 30 Jersey boys. There were about 30 of us that were all from New Jersey and Sam and I were next door neighbors in New Jersey. So I said, hey, uh, uh, in addition to you having a great birthday, I want to send you a special birthday gift as well. Summer of 1975. Well, Sam is a really, really busy person. He has a wife, he has uh, two or three kids, but he's also probably the most successful realtor in all of Atlanta. I mean, he sells 20, 30, $40 million homes. I had no idea how much the simple little DM that took me 30 seconds to attach, because I already, somebody sent me the photo. I didn't go digging it up. I just happened to have it in my folder. And the next few days, Sam and I go back and forth. We're trying to figure out who about 10 of the kids of the 30 friends. We were able to both going back and forth, identify 20 out of the 30, but it's still kind of an ongoing thing. So now when you do these things, I don't want to hit Ed back up or hit Sam back up the next day and say, hey, by the way, I've got this really great film investment opportunity. Um, number one, I'm not really in fundraising mode right at this moment. So you can circle back whenever it's appropriate, but you don't want to give something and try to get something back. Okay. Very important rule. Now in LinkedIn, it's, it's a similar type thing, but you're really looking for more things like who got a job promotion or who got a new business. And the great thing about LinkedIn is it's a lot of business owners and a lot of uh, high-end business people and a lot of entrepreneurs. And these types of people make great investors for films. In fact, a lot of people I've gotten over the years are very successful business people um, that I, I'm friends with, first of all, but I've kept in touch with and I've kept connected uh, thanks to LinkedIn. So just a reminder, you always want to give more than you get. Um, here's, here's an example of me giving, um, and you can do the same thing. I'm on a subscription list. I don't pay anything, but there's five or six different focus groups companies that every once in a while, they'll send me a focus group thing. And if I'm right for it, I'll fill out this short little survey about once a month, uh, once every other month I'll get picked. And I, I love focus groups. Number one, they're kind of fun, but they pay anywhere between $75 to $300, either a check or a, a visa card, uh, for one or two hours of your time. It's, it's crazy. So last week, I sent a focus group. I, I got an email 
to uh, from somebody who was looking for this focus group was looking for a dietitian, a registered dietitian. I'm not. I'm actually a. I have a certificate in fitness nutrition, but I'm not a full-fledged dietitian. So I sent this on to my friend Felicia. $150. She was thrilled. Just this morning, I came across a different email that was sent to me. It was a $250 focus group. They were looking for somebody who's a registered nurse. I'm not a nurse. I knew my cousin is a nurse. I sent it to her. She was thrilled. She said, thank you so much. So these little things you do, they don't have to take a lot of time, but it's all about building relationships. Okay? And as mentioned in the one, one little caveat, as mentioned on, the, on a previous podcast, you don't want to w- spend a lot of time doing this. You should not have to spend more than 30 minutes a day. And while you're looking through your timeline or while you're looking through LinkedIn, the people that are you know, having new posts or whatever, if there's anyone posting about drama, controversy, religion, politics, first of all, I don't have, time is the most valuable asset we have. So I don't have time for that. I just, I just skip it. I don't even read it. Number two, if you get involved with something like that, especially religion or politics, it could possibly alienate uh, you from a whole bunch of potential investors. So just don't even go there. So I want to sum up this podcast with a very powerful question. You may have heard this once, hopefully not more than once in your lifetime. You are a family member. Have you ever had a distant family member, hopefully it's not a close family member, or a, not a close friend, but a distant friend say this to you? One of these questions, okay? And these are awful questions you never, ever want to hear. So how come you only reach out to me when you need money? Or, oh, I see, you can only call me when you need a favor? Or the worst one, funny how I haven't heard from you for almost three years, and now out of the blue, you want something from me after you heard that I recently came into some money? You get the point here. Any of these previous questions or comments can really, really sting. But these patterns are true. You, you know, I mean, honestly, if you've ever been to a really large barbecue, if you're from a really large family, I'm not saying all families have this one black sheep, but you might have heard of a distant sibling or a distant cousin who is known for asking for money. I remember one time, it's a whole bunch of cousins. We're all together, maybe 30 of us or whatever. And the phone rang, one of my cousins, and she picks up the phone. She shows on the screen who's calling. She goes, oh, shit, look who's calling me. It's Danny boy. Looks like he needs money again. So you don't ever want to be that person. So two quick thoughts when you start raising your movie money, when you circle back to your immediate family, your closest friends, and all of these additional friends and connections on social media. First of all, you don't, you don't want to ever worry about reaching out to every single person you know Because if you have the right approach, you're really sharing an exciting opportunity. You're never, ever selling or begging for money. Okay, so just get that out of your head. And then number two, as I mentioned in the beginning, 
you don't want to just listen to this podcast one time and, or, or not take notes and most importantly, not take action. You want to decide, make a decision today that you will carve out just a few minutes every day. For me, it's in the morning. If you have 15 to 30 minutes every afternoon or night, whenever is good to you, for you. But this is a really important tool to build great relationships, okay? Just by cheering your friends, reaching out to distant family members who might be spread out across the country or across the world, giving people support, doing small favors for others when they need it, and then not only will you be connecting with all these people and developing stronger bonds, but when you do reach out to them with your next film opportunity down the road, almost everybody will be happy to hear from you. Don't be that Danny boy. I promise, if you embrace what I was saying here, this habit will be absolutely game-changing for your film financing future. Tune in next week or for more info, visit financeyourmovie.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, if you have a story to tell the world, never give up on your dream. Copyright Nemours Marketing.